Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear Alice. Today we're doing listener questions. Um, the data is in, and it shows that this is actually your favorite podcast. Data is in. <laughs> whenever we do, whenever we answer your questions, everybody all of a sudden tunes in. So we always want to be able to make sure and, and um, do this for you guys and answer your questions. So we usually save them up until we have enough to do podcast, which is today. Um, so we just wanted to also say thank you for listening and thank you for always sending the questions in. If you guys have questions that, um, you feel like if it's, if it's a, a good robust question, it can sometimes be an entire podcast mm -hmm. that we can, um, you know, dedicate more time to it. And if it's a simpler answer, we usually just collect them. And like when we have about 20 of them, then we do a podcast. So yeah. send them in to Dear Alice. No. Yep. Dear Alice at alicelanehome.com. That's it. That was Dear Alice at alicelanehome.com. So cool. send them on in. Awesome. Hey, um, maybe well, before we get into it, I have a quick word from one of our supporters, oh, Hunter great. Douglas. Who doesn't love to live well? I know I do. I to do. Be, me too. Raise your hands. Okay. To be perfectly at ease in comfort and style, Hunter Douglas can help you do just that with their innovative window shade designs, gorgeous fabrics, and control systems so advanced they can be scheduled to automatically adjust to their optimal position throughout the day. Oh, love it. So fly takes all the work out of our day. We're already so busy. Jeez yeah. Louise. So yeah. today visit hunterdouglas.com slash dear Alice today for your freestyle get smarter design guide with fresh takes, creative ideas, and smart solutions for dressing your windows. You know you have windows that aren't dressed. Do this today, guys. Mm -hmm. That's hunterdouglas.com slash dear Alice for your free design guide. Mm, big awesome. fan. Thank I you, I love Suze. Hunter Douglas. Okay, first question is uh, in the kitchen category. What is your must-have must have item for kitchen styling? For kitchen styling, um, I'm trying to think. The things that I, I can think of like three things right now. And like, Same. we usually like on an Island or somewhere we like to have something that is live and green and organic. And I think for styling, whether mm -hmm. like the kitchen's empty or you're cooking, it just adds so much. Mm -hmm. Again, it amidst all these grids of cabinetry and exactness, it just loosens everything up yeah. and gets you ready for a party. I love, I love foraging branches. Mm -hmm. And so having a great ginger jar or pot or something to throw those in, I just think is such a game changer. I love that. It makes me feel like I was productive. I love it. <laughs> Even I love, if I didn't cook. And I love the charcuterie board. Oh, I know yeah. that that's like such a hot thing right now. It's the easiest way to entertain is like mm. throw that beautiful live edge big piece of wood down. You have a great one too. Just I do. the best one. Yes, I have the very best one and I want you guys to all have it. And so Corey and I are actually manufacturing Ooh. it right now out of teak and it has live edges all around the board. So that just means that you guys can probably guess what live edges mean, but it means it's not, it's not straight edges. It's just like, it's the teak. It's just like the shape of the teak. It's heavy slice. It's probably like two inches thick. It looks amazing in my kitchen and I want everybody to be able to have it. So I want I, I saw the prototype. <laughs> it looks perfect. We're making a bunch. So oh. all of you guys can have it, but it's so great because you yeah. just throw it down on your countertop and 
loaded up with all the produce and the cheeses and the fresh stuff and a little bowl of chocolate and just like all the goodness and go buy all the things and then just yeah. put it on there. You don't even have to so cook anything. easy. Yeah. You don't have to know you're how to You're going to get all the credit though. You do too. For some people, yeah. I mean, for some reason, people just think you're an absolute artistic genius and they think you grow it all in your get own some garden. oil and some glazes and get all the breads out mm, and it's yum. stunning. Yeah. So pretty. So pretty. You get more than one board. It could be a dessert board and a fruit board and a cheese board. And a, yeah. yeah, it's so good. We also have this one at the store that I just like love. Um, it's that big, huge wood circle with the glass dome, oh. and the big white metal handle. Yes. Every time I pass it, I'm like, oh, I need you. I need to take you home. Yeah. 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 It's good. So it's really, really beautiful. We'll put that in the Dear Alice. Mm. So you guys can grab mm. that before summer. Mm. And that's what you're going to put in the window. Yeah. And put a cake and anyway. You just need a few big films, things <laughs> and you get all the credit. The yeah. live branches, you know, you're just cutting whatever's in your yard or your neighbor's yeah. yard or <laughs> yeah. whatever's behind your house. Lilacs are in bloom. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say that. Yeah, you just put those kidding. in water and, and you get lots of credit for yep. that. You don't have to have a floral arrangement or anything. It's just... Just wild and fun. We live at the best time. We really, really do. Yeah. So charcuterie board, live something, big jar, anything else that we style with? We style with cookbooks, oddly yeah. enough, like yeah. really beautiful cookbooks. We'll put those on floating shelves and stack up. Oh, French lemonades on floating yeah, shelves. That is and really pretty. I do love like the olive oil game. Yeah. Like, and like when you actually Cheers. use them, I think mm -hmm. that again, these usable things that are beautiful, mm -hmm. just buy the pretty one. Don't buy like the big or put the avocado oil from Costco in a closed cabinet cabinet and put something prettier out and use that for special Ooh, occasions. I don't even have the olive oil tip. or the yeah. avocado oil. It is, but it's just not cute. Yeah. So I'm like, I'd rather look at olive oil labels. You don't like to look at three gallons of avocado oil? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So I think we should elaborate a little bit because we said the olive oil game. They probably like, I don't know the game. What are the rules? Uh, so the, let's tell them what the game uh, is. The game, Jess, Jessie has a beautiful like little marble sliver of a shelf thing that's above her range that she can kind of put some of these beautiful things just like peppered there. Uh -huh. A lot of times we will bring like a marble little slab or a teak slab or something and we'll have that next to the range. Like when and we'll find beautiful olive oils or ones that they All use. All different shapes and sizes. Balsamic glazes and vinegars. Preferably and those metallic labels that are like gold and dark green or yeah. black and they have corks on them and they look like they're a million years old. In Utah, old you're going to go to Harmon's or like a fine meat place and you're yeah. going to find just the I best stuff. I found a stuff. few really good ones at Home Goods even. Yeah. Or go just down go the there. food oil. Yeah, Seriously. food aisle. And also get yourself like a really gorgeous salt, like a... Mm. Himalayan sea salt Some or pink, pink. something. Uh -huh. Yeah. Then you just look like a culinary mastermind. You can eat out every day of the week. We don't care, but we just want to make you look <laughs> legit. Yeah. yeah. And when the time does come, you have a beautiful coarse salt to use on your stuff. Cheers. It's fascinating. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. That's cool. a great answer, yeah. Sue. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next question. What type of rug material is best for high traffic areas in your home? Wool. <sighs> Easy. Yeah. Good girls, job. girls and boys, listen, <laughs> if you have not done your stairs yet, or if it's time for you to choose carpet for your stairs, just expend the money on that. If you can only afford synthetics for the rest of the house, do a wool runner. We'll warm up guys. Yeah. We'll somebody just asked up. me this in a DM and I was like, listen, I'm going to tell you a secret called prestige carpet. It is the same as for the most part, stark. stark. It's made on the same looms same materials, same dyes. You're going to get 
beautiful patterns. We're going to be on a hit list, Jess. Yeah. You know that, right? I know. <laughs> they're going to shoot us in the head, but that's an anti-sponsor. right? The there. rest of you should run and do this before we get in trouble. Um, cause Stark is gorgeous. We all know it's like the gold standard S T A R K. You guys should follow Ashley Stark by the way, because her feed is exploding with the most beautiful things on Instagram. Anyway, if you just want gorgeous carpets, you've seen Rachel Parcell's antelope carpet, the runner that's Stark. Guess what? Prestige makes it too for 30% less. Yeah. And it's stunning in all the yeah. colors. So Honestly, it's the same company. It's yeah. just like, so Stark, you're probably still getting it. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. like Gap and Old Navy. Yeah. But not really because it's greater than the Banana Republic. It's the Banana Republic. <laughs> Like, if Banana Republic had a more I'm sorry, Ashley, that didn't. She's not. You're listening. better than Banana. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, you want a real wool carpet on your stairs because those are traffic patterns. They get beat to death. They look hammered on the edge, especially. Yeah. So if you have something that's going to hold up and last, you're going to feel so satisfied when you go to vacuum those stairs and be like, "My carpet looks brand new. My fibers are standing straight up. Nothing looks beat." So yeah, it also cleans. Go for it on your stairs. It, it also cleans. Clean, well. Yeah, cleans well. Yeah. So yeah, and if you're a purist, they tell us that you live better on wool, that you have more energy in your body. Synthetics supposedly suck that away and drain you, and you feel tired. And then they say if you have wool, you're more buoyant and bouncy and happy and full of life because it's a real living material. I don't know if that's true, but I do. T- I will tell you, it holds up better, and you yeah. look more. You look wealthy. <laughs> yep. I buy once, cry once. I have. There you go. I had that as a runner, the pres, prestige one. Yeah, you did. Up my stairs, of course. And how's it going? Guys, it's awesome. Yeah. Everyone that I like tell about it, they they when they stand on it, they're like, "Oh, this feels expensive." They're yeah. Like, you bet. Yeah. You bet. You yeah. bet it does. Yeah. Yeah. Charge admission <laughs> to stand on those stairs. You know, <laughs> I know. what I mean? Um, I photo. Good. Yes, I would say uh, from personal experience, do not. Uh, maybe not ever, but do not buy a rug that's going in a high traffic area that's made of viscose because oh, yes. it's so hard to clean and yeah. nearly Even impossible. Even percentage, guys, it's just hard. Yeah. So check your, it. check your, the material before you buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll save you some um, heartache for sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Next question. The best color and materials for bathroom fixtures. Mm. Depends. On the style of the home and the homeowner fixtures. Are they talking style. about like light fixtures? Uh, are they talking I, about plumbing I fixtures? S- uh, yeah, I would say Best plumbing. Best color probably. and materials for bathroom fixtures. Yeah, I would I'd say, say plumbing. plumbing. Yeah. Okay. I still go like I mean, polished nickel. Yeah, for your too. hardware or like for your actual faucets, for your tub fillers, your shower. There's gonna be a time where you are really mad, and you start hating brass. I don't think my mother-in-law is listening to this podcast, so I'm just going to go ahead and say this. When I met her, the year was 1996, (laughs) (laughs) and she had a gold faucet in her powder bath that was a swan, and you pulled its wings back, and then the water came out. Those are back, sister. Well, what I'm trying to say is they were out for a long time, and that was when I met her. It was when they were out, and I was like, who is this lady? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, who does she think she is? How is this weird faucet? Uh-huh. You know, I'm yeah. just like, what is wrong? Detroit, you're back. <laughs> yeah, now she's back. Unfortunately, she sold the home, but it, I'm just saying brass yeah. is a is a fickle lover, man. <laughs> like you're either going to love it so hard or you're not. And we've just, we've loved it since we've been in business yeah. since 2008. So but we've also ripped out like, a lot of a certain type of brass too. Don't you, you know? also feel like 
if we've loved it that long, there's a pretty good chance that we might be coming to the end of the time that we're going to love it. So I'm like, I'm like, put brass in at your own risk. Yes, you're fabulous right now. But you might very well, for sure in 10 years, wish that that was polished nickel. And you know what I hate? What What? I hate is that most of the brass plumbing looks cheap. Yeah. It looks, it's brushed, it's plated. It's not great. Okay. And then you're going to put pretty knobs on your cabinetry that are also going to be brass or a light that's brass. Like, and that, that might be more expensive and it makes your stuff look even more cheap. So just stay polished, Nicole. You guys, I'm just going to really quickly throw something under the bus just for the sake of making this point. You have all been to West Elm. This is the brass that we're talking about that you want to avoid. It's brushed, finish, doesn't look real. It's a total imposter. Do not put that in as a faucet. Because you're not going to replace your faucets. No, you want to do the- For a long time. The unlacquered brass is just like such the cool girl. It's always going to look amazing. Even distressed and old, you're going to get all the French credit in the universe for it. I don't think you're going to get tired of it. I don't know. No. I don't know. There's certain brasses that are authentic and they're gorgeous no matter what. Those you have permission to do. It's just like, yeah, I got a Rolls Royce. Who cares? You know, (laughs) everybody else is driving Hondas. I don't care. That's, that's that. That's that brass. So if you're going to do it, just do it right. And then you'll never regret it. Yep. That's what this podcast is Just stay with Polish Nickel. It's still an upgrade from Chrome. 100%. It looks beautiful when you do have your gold knobs and you do want that hit. But that hit of gold is something easily replaceable a lot easier than your plumbing. Mm-hmm. You can change your knobs. You're not going to want to change your sink in 10 years. Cheers. So. Awesome. Next question. If my lighting is brass in my kitchen, should my knobs be brass? Mm-hmm. It depends. Yeah. I think the, the hardware and the lighting, I think can both be brass. Cause those are, I feel like jewelry. It doesn't have to be, you don't, you can keep gold lighting and do polish nickel, you know, actual knobs or like cabinetry hardware. Mm-hmm. But again, it kind of goes back to your plumbing, keep it polished nickel, your hardware and your lighting can just, they just need to talk to each other, mm-hmm. order a, a knob and look at it with your lighting. Cause it's, if it's a it different brass, it bugs me so It bad. also depends on the finish of your cabinet. Yeah. That's true. Right. Cause I have brass in my lighting. They're like an alabaster shade with a brass ball that comes out and brass chains, but my cabinetry is all white oak that's and true. it's already so warm. So I did nickel on my hardware to like cool it down because mm-hmm. brass on white oak would be a nightmare. It just, yeah. everything would be blonde and it would just, everything just would too be hot. really, just, yeah, it's very hot. Yes. Yeah, it's very, very hot. So you have to kind of pick and choose, but you know, some of your appliances are going to be stainless. So, you know, brushed nickel is going to be gorgeous and warm up that effect. And then you can pair it with a brass. I think brass's lighting is great. Mm-hmm. And then the knob, it depends on the finish. You have a beautiful dark green cabinet. Yeah. Put brass hardware on that. That's going to pop and be gorgeous. Yeah. 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 But yeah. White kitchen. Sure. Put brass hardware on that. You know? Yeah. Cherry kitchen. No brass. No brass. Yeah. Too hot. Walnut cabinet. No brass. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee, 
and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats, and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Too hot. Yeah. Too hot. Cool. Next question. How do you select items for your store? That's a lot. Our minds. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jedi minds. <laughs> um, uh, we, gosh, we do it. We do it every week. We do it every Wednesday morning and we do it for a couple hours. And we have um, a head stylist that works on it throughout the week. And she looks at what we've got coming, what's on the floor, what's selling quickly. And we're, you know, we're looking at concept photos and we're all deciding collectively as a group of three um, designers and then one of our executives that's over operations. We're deciding on quantities, what's selling, what's hot, what didn't hit, what did hit, what to get more of because it sold out within a week. Um, things that we want to try, we'll get smaller quantities of things that we know are awesome. We're going to go really big on quantities. Things that are proven like certain holiday vendors we're always going to sell out of these wreaths. We're always going to sell out of these garlands. Let's get 25% more this year. So they all have different like algorithms and rhythms to them. And there's all different schools of thought. And then there's like, when we go to market, things that just hit really hard that we're like, ah, I got to have that right now, especially right now, because furniture is taking 10 months yeah. to build. And so you, we have to decide faster than ever before. We can't come back and think about it and choreograph it into a scene and then buy the accoutrements to make sure we can make the whole outfit. Mm. We just buy it. And then we know we can figure it out later, but right now we just have to start the waiting game. So yeah, it's a, it is a full-time job for one person. And then there's a team that comes together and then there's the styling and the editing and um, it's a, it's a job to yeah. make sure it's fresh and it's always beautiful. And, um, you know, we like to play the high low game as well. And so we try to make sure certain things are affordable within the scene and people love doing that in their own homes. And because we're designing so many projects, um, I take information from some of the work that we're doing there. And then, you know, Coco who's doing our styling is taking information from what's selling on the floor. We're all coming from it from different aspects yeah. and we all share our information, and our knowledge to make the very best decisions for what we're doing. So I know it's kind of a complicated answer, but, um, it's a complicated, it it's a complicated process, but it's fun and it's pretty dreamy and you're constantly forecasting certain seasons, depending on what's going to hit, mm -hmm. you know, like we ordered Christmas, um, a couple months ago. We have to get it in by March mm -hmm. or we won't get it in time. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, but, um, so you're trying to forecast, what does that feel like when everybody wants Christmas to feel a certain way and it's somewhat traditional, but we're wanting to push the envelope a little bit by fashion and things mm -hmm. we're seeing on runway and colors that we feel like are hot right now. So if they wanted to add a new layer of ornaments that this would feel really fresh, mm -hmm. 
or like a certain bow. We felt like we saw bows a lot, just like your two loop bowl bows with like, you know, with like the little tails. Um, so we wanted to make sure and get like the right velvet ribbons and, you know, the yeah. right textures and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's really fun. There's like a fashion aspect. There's a pop culture aspect of like what's happening now. What are we feeling? What are we seeing? And just making sure we're all double checking each other and cross checking each other. And mm-hmm. yeah, then we hit go. We wait, all- and then we wait for it forever. I think I th- if you, if you're ever in Utah, um, you should stop by the store. It really is so inspiring. They got back from market and you can feel it in her, in Coco styling right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's like being transported. And the cool thing about Alsane, if you didn't know this, is it started out as a retail, mm-hmm. you know, which most design firms, like they start as a firm and then they, they may have a pop-up shop eventually, but it doesn't typically last. Yeah. So the fact that we started as a showroom of just like a design laboratory really mm-hmm. at the beginning us moving around furniture and things. I just think it's, it's just evolved and grown to such a beautiful lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, that when you do, we've had out of state people I'm crossing through. I'm sure this happens to Jess all the time. And they pull me over and they're just like, I've been wanting to come here for so long and now I'm finally here and it's better than I could have ever imagined. Oh, and it's just so, so fun because it does take the words that we talk about on this podcast and you kind of see it in real life. Mm-hmm. It's not for a client. It's for us. Yes. Which is really fun. Definitely. And we learned too, I think to take risks, especially in the beginning, like combining these two silhouettes on the floor shouldn't work on paper, mm-hmm. but then we do it live in person with these products and it hits and yeah. you're like, yeah, we should do this. And you can prove to the client because they come in or you can take a picture like this works. It shouldn't work, but it works and it's designer and it looks awesome. And so they trust us more because we can work it out in the design lab, which is our showroom, you know? And so, and there's like, you know, even in the entry, there's people probably don't know this, but there's one, two, three, four, five entry moments within the entry. And so if you're traditional, it's this, if you're contemporary, it's this, and everybody has a little entry, whether you can do a center hall table or a console all the accessorizing art, major, huge mirrors, um, jars, branches for every season. It's just like, it's a really, really smart calculated thing that, um, takes a lot of time and energy and we love doing it. So that's awesome. Yeah. Great answer. Um, we also have a new showroom that Ooh. should be done fall of 2022. Yes. So okay. I throw that in there. Yeah, of course. So yeah, we've be been manhandling that lately. We are. Yeah. We're choreographing oh, that floor often and we're excited to be able to, to share what we're doing that way in a building that we built ourselves and that we're not leasing because we've learned so much about how we work and um, we've, we've applied that to this building and it's just like the biggest honor and privilege to, get to build it for our people, for the way that they work and their process and, and the way our people like to shop. Um, and it's going to be, I hope a masterpiece. Yeah. 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 So come, come out at the end of the year and then we'll have a party. We'll tell you all about it. Quick word from our sponsor, Hunter Douglas. Um, I was just six, this it's spring right now in Utah. And so we have this massive linden tree in the front, our front yard and the grass is finally green and the other day I had the Nantucket, which is kind of like the silhouettes. And it was the perfect width for this massive window we have up there. And I was just cranking it up. And I just like love operationally uh-huh. how Hunter Douglas works. Yeah. Because I can crank it up all the way so you don't see it at all. Yeah. And I just see, I feel like I'm outside when my window's open because I can see my tree Big blooming. window. It's so pretty. So and my pretty. kids look like they're playing outside because I have this. And then 
at night I can like, or like in the afternoon when there's too much sun, I can like draw and like let sunlight filter through. Mm-hmm. And then at night I can shut the whole thing down. Yeah. And I just love their options. So we all want to live well. Um, and Hunter Douglas really is the way to go. Um, today, if you go visit hunterdouglas.com slash dear Alice, they will have solutions for you today for your freestyle, get smarter design guide with fresh takes creative ideas for your home specifically and smart solutions for dressing your windows. That's hunterdouglas.com slash dear Alice for your free design guide. Awesome. Thanks. Thank Suze. you. Okay. Next question. Uh, vaulted or coffered ceilings in a great room? I kind of, uh, well, I was going to say, I mean, I have a vaulted in my great room, but there is a thing about, it depends on your lifestyle. If you have kids, noise travels, right? And if it's vaulted, it's going to be super big and echoey sounding clear up into the vault. You know what I mean? My kids right now, I have one that lives away from home and one that basically lives in my basement because she's a tiny ogre at the age of 17. (laughs) Just kidding. She's lovely. Love you, you, Jane. Um, But you know, so we don't have a noisy household. So the vaulted ceiling hasn't been a problem. And that is the one time when people are like making their big move because it's where they live and they entertain. But if you do have a lot of little kids, the coffer ceiling, the flat roof mm-hmm. might be nice to just keep noise at a minimum, put drapes up and fill that room with upholstery and rugs to help absorb some of that sound. Oh yeah. Because you, everybody has a hardwood floor now. Nobody's carpeting their great room. And if you have a lot of humans, like five kids at home, that is going to be an echo chamber. Yeah. Two kids are noisy. Believe me. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, and, and you're, you know, a house isn't something that you're going to do depending on the age of your kids, like you're most likely going to build it for life and not for a season. Um, mm. So both are, both are great answers. You were going to say vaulted. Though. Well, how tall is your vault? I'm, I'm like 18 feet up there. Okay. I was going to say with vaulted though, and I was talking to a client about this, that there is a really luxurious way to live that's shorter. Like there's a shorter ceiling. So even on your vault, even on your shorter vault. So like like, maybe it's like 12, 14 feet. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like, we, we see a lot of these plants come through from architects with like a 24 foot vault. Yeah. That's That's too tall. You guys also your draperies are going to be a fortune and so are your window treatments. And there's just like, that's unoccupied spaces. And you're usually having like some massive window tower that's accommodating these things. And, and really you just, you lose yourself and you don't feel like a human anymore because you feel like an ant. And it's, <laughs> and who wants to feel like that? But, but truly, you. I think, I don't know when I, you look at like these beautiful movie sets and these beautiful scenes and things, they're not exploding with volume. They're yeah. tight mm-hmm. and they're luxurious and they like every finish is beautiful. So just know it's kind of like excavating the basement thinking, oh, it'll be cheap. I can excavate. <laughs> it's just space. You still have to finish it. Yeah. So when you're thinking about these vaulted spaces, I love a vault, but I'm, I'm coming from like a previous home that was an attic. Yeah. So that had vaults, but the vaults were like a really short Short. vault, Yeah. but there was something magical about vaults and people love being in vaults and having ceilings kind of hugging them, you know, like canting towards them. And so I would just say that if you have that drawn up, are you, you're thinking about it, just like pull that height down, Mm -hmm. you know, like it doesn't have to go all the way to the rafters pull it down to where you want it and then design your windows from there. And I, I, I do, I love angles. I yeah. love the geom- I love the shadow play when sun comes through the window and the things that vaulted ceilings do. Totally. So, I think that's a great point. And you know, I mean, we're talking about Hunter Douglas right now too, but you have a window system that's, you know, 20 feet tall. You're going to spend a good 20 K 
covering all that glass so that you are air conditioning your, your house and it's not bloody hot in that room, you know? So yeah, it is definitely a factor in it unless you're like, Oh, that's a great room. We don't need privacy, you know, but even then you're going to want to soften it by putting some sort of drape that just turned into a two story drape. And now the fabric bill and the labor bill and the rods is just, it's just so costly. It gets expensive. No, and that's not the reason only to do it is because of expense, because I'm sure you're all independently wealthy, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, it comes with costs for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's noisy. Awesome. Uh, where is the next one? Let me see. Sorry. We're having really long answers. Yeah, for course. That was good. Sorry. And I was like lost in it. So now I'm like, I wasn't getting prepared <laughs> for the next question. Home. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like thinking about my own house. I'm like, okay, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Uh, where do you find quality craftsmen, electricians, excess, et cetera? Um, <laughs> I feel like that's a lot. That's like, it just, I think it's over time. You just like working with so many people, right. And just finding like the ones that fit best I with you. And the good news right now is uh, we, we live in a really special place in Utah. And I'm sorry for those of you that don't live here, but we have craftsmen that can do anything. Mm-hmm. We build homes out of state and we've done kitchens for them in Utah and driven them there and installed them. Oh, crazy. Because we just, the craftsmen here are willing to do whatever. It's hard to even get a custom range hood out of state. Really? Yeah, I know. See, you're surprised. You had no idea yeah. well, how good we've got it. But a lot of really hardworking, industrious folks that just do things the right way and don't charge an arm and a leg. I mean, right now the market's expensive no matter what, but there's always a way. And And in Utah, I feel like, I don't know why they're just such industrious folks and they do such a dynamite job and they're kind people to work with and they're willing to drive your kitchen to the state of California to put it in for you. It's kind of crazy. And so we're used to this, but then we go to work out of state and we're like, we have all these ideas and we're used to craftsmen being able to do them. And then they're like, Oh, hard stop. How do we do it? You can't do that. And we're like, wait, really? So we kind of find out a lot about the builder before the process begins so that we kind of know what, kind of borders to put on ourselves or can we go full out do can they do a custom kitchen or is it Mm semi-custom are we going to be able to choose the door style you know what i mean yeah so it it just depends on you know where you live the city in which you live the budget in which you have but we have um the ability to do just about anything we want here which is really fun yeah i would say like one of our favorite electricians is like we went to space our showroom from this really darling mall that was an old train station and he did all the electrical for them. And that's how we met him. And that's who we use all of us. We use personally. And, mm-hmm. and he's awesome. And, and also it's that also Mark? come, uh-huh. is that, so, that's how we met Mark. Yeah. Crazy. So it also comes, I mean, a lot of contractors have their group of subs, so mm-hmm. not necessarily going to hand all those out to you because they need them for their jobs. But if you can find somebody that you just like, that's capable, mm-hmm. knows their stuff. I found out the other day, Mark does plumbing too. He does Mark all does, these things. He's just everything. the jack of all trades, well. Mark yeah. of all trades. And, and if he doesn't know somebody, he might know somebody that does something because exactly. he's worked with them on similar jobs and they all have phones full of contacts That's the and they're way. so eager to help you because they want to finish their job, but they might need a sheet rocker to come in and finish this other thing. And so generally we're working with a general that's always best, right? Like yeah. we're not usually freestyling subs out, but you know, if you guys are doing a small remodel and you just need to do this and that to finish up a nursery, then usually one sub will know the next sub. Yeah. It's at sort of the same excellent level that they're yeah. at. And get curious, start asking people that you trust yes, around you. For sure. And then somebody knows a plumber, someone yeah. knows an yeah. electrician that helped them in pinch. And anyway, so, but, but like the people that you bring into your home, like just having good karma. Yep. 
honestly, would, is your best bet. I would say to add to Jess's point, um, if you've worked with someone that you like before, that's maybe in a different area than what you need. Yeah. Ask them and say like, Hey, like someone comparable to you as far as quality goes or, you know, whatever you loved about them most. Um, that's where I've always found the guys that I've yeah. worked with. Um, unfortunately, I've, if you're in, if you're like working, doing, you're going to find someone that you just don't like. So it's kind of that it's like, for me, when I was building my house, there were a couple of subs that I just would like to never see again. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's the name of the game too, unfortunately. So sorry, yeah. Jess, what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say for the listeners that are listening all over the place, is there like a, an app or a um, website that you feel like they have quality people that are vetted and, um, you have, they have their licenses. Angie's and, list? Is that yeah, something? there's there's that. And then there's another one. I can't remember what we, it is Here's off the, the top thing. We've head. never had to use them because we do have so many craftsmen and we're usually working with a general. Yeah, It's babysitting the whole job and has his preferred subs. So we're kind of the wrong ones to ask for that. But yeah. anyway, I will say like though, attracts like though, yeah. generally yeah. as a rule. So if they're a great electrician, they'll know a great plumber. They're going to know a great whatever. So... Yep. And be kind to them. I've talked to a lot of subs and things that have like worked for certain clients. And they're just like, I'm out. We're done. <laughs> We're not yeah. working with that person. And you're like, yeah, I know that person's difficult. But anyway, they just, their life is too short. And the more subs and contractors, there's plenty of work to keep them busy yeah. that they want to work. And we want to work with people that are, that are gracious, you know? So, and so be kind to your people. Yeah. You know? And when you're calling to get them to come to your job, just use your princess voice and sound really <laughs> kind and show them that. Jess. Say please. And thank you. <laughs> you know, that voice you use when you talk to your puppy or like a cute four-year-old, <laughs> you go up five octaves. <laughs> yeah. Just sound like a sweetheart. Have warm cookies waiting for them and they'll be back. <laughs> there you go. So. <laughs> Those are our best tips. <laughs> Keep listening. <laughs> uh, Next question. I'm excited to hear what you guys say about this, but where do you find, yeah, where to find a ceiling fan that is still elegant? Mm. Lucky for you, our favorite lighting vendor just started making ceiling fans. Oh, really? Yeah. It was rough out there for a long time until Monte Carlo. I'd say the last four years, maybe five years at the yeah, most. It's probably when we you first saw it. now get a pretty fan. You guys, and I, I didn't know that I would want a fan in my bedroom, but we moved into this house and they had this fan and I want to replace it with one of these ones, but I get it now, guys. Really? It's actually really great to live with a fan. Yeah. Oh you have man. A fan too? I have to have one because of the same thing. My old house had one and, uh, I like have to sleep with it on. Unfortunately, the fan that I bought that I kind of like left to the person that co like, um, built my house. I hate it and it clicks and I literally want to tear it off the ceiling Shut every up. night. Yeah. When you heard about you going into a rampage. Yeah. Yeah. So let's tell them what the most beautiful fans are in the world. Yeah. I'm pretty, the line I think is called Monte Carlo and it was at the showroom of one of our favorite lighting vendors and they're just beautiful. They're really, really pretty. And it's, it doesn't feel like such a, the retail site for you guys is going to be circle lighting, right? No. Monte Carlo. Well, they might have Monte- a link through Circa. Okay. I'm looking it up right now, but keep yeah. talking. Yeah. Well, I thought that it was visual comfort that's making them and the, and visual is only to the trade. So Circa is to customer, right? Yeah. I think that's, and it's called Monte Carlo or are you thinking of a whole nother line of fans? No, it's the same one that we saw that we used through yeah. that we saw in their showroom, but yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Monte Carlo as well. You can go strict like straight to their website. Oh, you can Monte Carlo.com. Monte Carlo fans, Monte Carlo fans.com.com. Yep. Oh, perfect. There we go. Awesome. They do a beautiful job. The finishes are gorgeous. Um, the facets 
uh-huh. are like really beautiful. And like, yeah, they'll have like a beautiful brass and white one that we use quite a lot. It was time. It was time. That was a deficit in the market that People they filled. Wanted a fan and, and we were like, so oh no, what are we going to do? <laughs> Ugh, uh, big ass fans. Remember those? Yep. That's what we would do. We're just everyone had a big ass fan. Oh, okay. Didn't matter yeah, how big. I mean, they're, yeah. And they're good looking as well. So if you guys have a lot of space. Do you want to um, hear a funny? Beautiful. I, I know that you guys get this way more than I do. Yeah. But when people know I work for Alice Lane, they always try to like show me things that are yeah. different and cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't remember who this was. Sorry <laughs> if they're wait. listening. Um, but they were like, oh, check out this cool ceiling fan that I'm getting from my home. And it was a chandelier that like transformed. You stop it. Yeah. Like when you turned it on, it like the w- like, like wings came out of it and it transformed too. into a yeah. fan. And I was like, I want to see your uh, face. While yeah, I know. Oh um, man, I'm, I don't have a poker face either. So I feel bad because I probably because you're just, just wearing it on your yeah, face. Yeah, I just your look reaction. disgusted. That's probably. hilarious. I love that. Oh, well, we've all tried. Fans are a hard thing. And like these guys both said, if you've ever slept under one for a long time, we have, I have friends that have lived in foreign countries and it's hot. And the only relief you get is a fan at night and then they can't sleep without it. It's just comforting. It's like a white noise machine. So I totally get it. Or you have a great room and you want to, you know, get the hot air out of there or whatever else, reverse it out. It's, it's smart. Yeah. I will say I don't like the ones that have, I mean, the Monte Carlo ones with a light kit are a lot less offensive than the oh, ones yeah. you used to see anywhere else. But I still look at the Maverick we use a lot. It's called the Maverick. From like Monte Carlo. Yeah, yeah. So pretty. It's really beautiful. And the, I think the prices are fair. And it's just, I don't know, it's a game changer, especially yeah. being pregnant. I'm like, oh man, that fan saves me yeah. at night, girl. Oh, <laughs> yeah, especially in the summer. So, yep. Bless you. Yep. Cool. How to elevate a cookie cutter or tracked home. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, I feel like I would invest in the things that you could take with you if you plan on not staying in the cookie cutter or tracked home long-term, because you can always invest in in furniture that isn't disposable that you'd want to take and rugs because yeah. you want to cover that um, LVT, that laminated vinyl mm-hmm. flooring stuff that's pretending yeah. to be hardwood. They usually use the most affordable finishes in that because they got to get them done really mm-hmm. quickly. And, the, and it looks just like the one next to it, next to it, next to it. And when they yeah. buy in quantity, they get better price breaks, which means you get a better price break. So you're just going to live with average finishes and then you're going to put over the top of that floor, a beautiful rug um, that's pretty big and doesn't leave a lot of margin, maybe a foot around the border, you Mm -hmm. know? And so then you're going to be living with beautiful things on top of it. And then when you move, because you invested in the stuff that you're going to bring with you, you won't regret it. Yeah. If you think that you're going to be there for a decade, then maybe updating hardware knobs that feel beautiful to you. Um, Trend. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Trim's beautiful. I I, I keep thinking about my house guys, you know, that's like this old like ranch. It's not a big house. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, there's plans to like do something larger once I I make a plan, but like, I really didn't want to invest too much into permanent things in this home because I know that like, it's not going to stay that way. The kitchen's not going to stay the floor, you know, the floor plant's probably not going to stay. It's going to change. And so I will say, but when people come in, especially ones that had seen it before, they're like, oh my gosh, you've done so much to this place. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've painted and I've 
I tore up stuff, like painted, like took up the flooring. Took out the you vertical blinds. You did. Yeah, I know. You just repressed all the hard work. Yeah. <laughs> You're you just like, oh, I didn't scraped do Scraped the popcorn ceilings. Oh, no, they weren't. They, oh, they weren't, weren't even popcorn. Oh, the, in, so the, in the bedroom, it was. That was pretty gross. But anyway, but just by, by painting, by touching the floors, by, but honestly, the art. Mm-hmm. Like if you can put up good art, good rugs, like Jesse said, pretty furniture. Like I thought I was for sure going to like tear out the fireplace mm-hmm. or, or like do something to it. And I haven't because I have beautiful things on top of it. And I'm like, actually, I think it's good. You know, like mm-hmm. it's good enough for now. And like, but it feels authentic to the era that it was built. Yeah. And so leave the things that aren't offensive and then just try and Jedi mind trick. Well, like we <laughs> you know, paints the, the, the cheapest sure. thing you can do for the biggest impact. Yeah. So you can paint as to, as to your point, Corey, you guys had a smaller home that you lived in for a little while. Mm-hmm. Did you update the trim? Yeah. Because yeah. one of my, my most offensive things. So in uh, like base trim, for instance, each profile. So the shape of it comes in a three inch, which is for casing door casing um, a five. And then a seven inch and it's there. Sometimes there's seven and five eights or seven and seven eights. So what most like cookie cutter home builders will do, will take that, they'll take the casing and they'll base the entire house with that because it's cheap to do that. Um, it's literally cents more per, per linear foot just to go up to the, either the five and a half or five mm-hmm. and five is whatever it is and, or the seven to me, that just looks like way better. Um, it doesn't look like you were cheaping out on it. And I notice it a ton, yeah. but like Did I said, you do it bugs the labor me. though. I did the labor. Yeah. yeah. Corey's super handy guys. I try. Yeah, yeah, totally. So if you're super handy, then update the, or intro. if you're building it with like a, like a cookie cutter builder, just yeah. say, Hey, I want to pay the extra, you know what I mean? $1,200 or whatever it would be for your house to get to the bigger base trim. I like it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That is yeah. great. So paint. And then yeah. just invest in the things you're going to bring with Honestly, you. Honestly, I would, I would way rather. It's going to make your house look so amazing. Your neighbors are going to come and be like, what did you do different? You're like nothing. I'm just buying stuff to put like on top of Throw a signature scent on top of that. Yeah. Get some flowers Expensive and a great vase. <laughs> Paint the room. And people yeah. think my house is a lot more. I would say like, that's probably because I've seen pictures of your house before you moved in. Mm-hmm. I said, you did do a lot and I'm not, I'm not taking that back, but also style the way you've like styled your home is like literally takes it to the next level. It's like expert yeah. level, Sue. Yeah. 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 Thanks. That's because you're an Thanks, expert. ladies. You're yeah. an expert. Gentlemen. <laughs> Hope so. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Does Alice Lane offer design services for just one or two rooms in a home? Well, yes, we do. We have an awesome service. It's we new. We've only been doing it for a couple of years and it's gangbusters. Everybody loves it and they come back again and again. So we have a service it's called it's furniture designers um, and it's free. So you guys, they are going to choreograph our E free.com. Do it again. Free.com. No, for real though. Um, they're going to use everything from our showroom and, um, inside of our warehouse, it's ready to go out. They know how to use our website. Um, they just all have really, really gorgeous taste and they're designers. A lot of them are graduated. They're using AutoCAD and you're going to talk to them on the phone. You're going to send them your measurements. You're going to send them your Pinterest pictures or, or anything that you helps describe your style to them and what you're hoping for. And then they're going to lay out all the furniture. You want a sectional, they'll choose all the pieces to make the perfect configuration. So you're not doing the math. They'll help you with all the fabrics. They'll choose your rug. They'll choose your window treatments. They even do wallpaper. They're the best. So anything like that for the room, they're not going to remodel your bathroom for you or do construction. 
but they're going to do everything else. And we offer that for free. And then you purchase all the products from them. They only do one room at a time because they don't want to get taken advantage of and like keep designing the whole house. And then this customer doesn't buy from them because mm-hmm. you know, they're getting paid based on the work that they're doing. So, um, they're going to do one room at a time and the, it is so successful. People keep coming back and back and they have long-term customers. Yeah. They, and we also help, um, to the trade. So, other designers in the area come in and we have people that help them as well for free. Is that, that's called the in-home design team. Is that, is that accurate? My, yes. Okay. Wait, no. Home furnishings. Home furnishings. Home furnishings. Okay. Design. On the website, you okay. can go yeah. look at the On the website, yeah. you can um, send in your request or you can call and say you want to talk to somebody and they'll connect you with that person. And like, and like my house that we were just referring to, that top layer can like save the rest of it. So if you're like, okay. I don't want to go into an expensive remodel, but I do want to live better. Mm-hmm. This is a fantastic option for you because it's free. You're going to invest in something anyway. So rather than investing in the wrong tile, just go ahead and like get it furnished to your style and kind of use it as a design laboratory mm-hmm. and then go from there and they'll help you. It's great. Yeah, they're the best. Suggestions for great vintage looking tile that is budget friendly. Ooh, great vintage. What we're seeing a lot is just kind of like, it's not like the subway that's brick laid. We're seeing a lot of the square tiles and like the, and like the more four modeled one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four by fours, two by twos. And there's a line called Zellige. Zellige or whatever it's Z-E-L I think L-I-G-E and you can look at it like you can just google that you can go through dial tile they have a great line of them and they you've all seen like these full shower walls and things with like it's not white it's just kind of creamy and there's there's different Mm -hmm. variables of the color greens pinks like they're so pretty and I think they feel very vintage when they are stacked straight Mm -hmm. and the modeling and colorways that they're doing in them, I think are really, really rad. So pretty. Anything handmade, organic, mm-hmm. not perfectly perfect. And then the colors kind of pool mm-hmm. um, in the low parts. So gorgeous. Yeah. Love that. But I think the straight stack is kind of what makes it feel vintage. Uh-huh. And then like, you know, the one by ones on the floor, mm-hmm. the black and white tiles. Oh, they're so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just and border that sucker. Pop certain ones out and spell things if yeah. you want to customize it or put your address in an entry or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, you can go all the way from marble to... Um, just like porcelain tiles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marble is going to be more expensive, but they do have like, you did one in your powder mm-hmm. from Dell also. That was a natural stone. They had a great little pattern. They also have Dell. Dell's a great choice Del-tile. for a Dell yeah. tile. D-A-L. Is a great, yeah. T-I-L-E. And they're nationwide and any of your builders can get it, but it's a great look when you know what you're looking for. They have this one other one kind of like, we have clients that love like the London mosaics, you yeah. know, and have these cool borders and all these black and white tiles. And they have a line that you can do that with. And it's rad. It's really rad and cool colors and so many options for borders and patterns. Love it. When renovating a room, what's the most important thing to update? Ooh. I guess it depends on which room. Mm-hmm. I'd say take that little plaster um, ceiling medallion, uh, ceiling medallion, take <laughs> that down. Yeah. Get rid of that light. Unless it has a cool modeling to it and then just have it painted the same color as your ceiling. Maybe. Yeah. There you go. So. Um, gosh, updating your room. I mean, most important cosmetically, I guess we're not talking about like, make sure the wiring's good and the plumbing's not bad. We're just talking about cosmetically. I'm going to say eye level. What is like your biggest mass at eye level that's offending you? Cause good. I remember when we first moved into the attic before we remodeled it, 
it had teal carpet, it had peel and stick tile. And like, again, it was just like from 1911, then remodeled several times. I remember Adam, Jesse's husband came in. He's like, this place is so awesome. I love it so much. And like before the renovation, I'm like, you didn't need, I'm like, except for the teal carpet. And he's like, what teal carpet? He didn't even see my teal carpet because like, if you address like the paint uh-huh. and the things that like are a little bit more affordable, you know, yeah. before you can do a full remodel yeah, or really address the whole room. Like if I would, I would say like, are the colors of the walls offensive? I think there's a lot of homes that just like, they have really like hot colors that are plastered poorly and they look really dated and they feel like the nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And just by doing a fresh coat of paint on those, like, like, yeah, you can change the look. Takes it out of the, out of the yeah, house for sure. And I think it's an approachable step to your next, uh-huh. whatever you're going to do next, Yeah, you know, and it's something that needs, and it carries throughout so many spaces. I bet. Definitely. So love that. Yeah. Next question is lighting too. Sorry. Oh, okay. So no, good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, how to make a shower curtain look chic. Oh, <laughs> shower curtains are usually in we're usually doing kids rooms, like bathrooms with shower curtains. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause moms want to be able to sh- give their babies showers and you need a lot of room. So you're not going to put glass doors on that or you'd be mm. like pinched while you're bathing them. Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think just like that romantic antique looking shower curtain that's got embroidery or some sort of hem stitch or it depends on your style, right? Like you can go yeah. feminine with it or if it's a boy's bath, you can do like the hem stitch or something. Um, do you have a favorite place for that? I used to always think Anthro had really anthro, yeah, still. cute shower curtains. I still Anthropology. think mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, I would think restoration hardware might have some yeah. as well. And I would say like, unless like they're super into this or that or unicorns or something, I'd say, yeah, Pottery Barn, I bet has, they have like Pottery Barn kids and anyway, but I would say if you want it to look glamorous, you know, stay away from themes. Yes. You know, just keep it neutral. Kind of like your bedding, make it feel like the, that the actual like fibers are beautiful, like linens or just something that feels natural and organic again. And this kind of, it's against probably gridded tiles and other things. So, and you know, we've had people like lengthen them too. If you have a tall space or depending on where you have that shower rod hit, which can make it feel more, I used to always think I'm like, I think when I was like in college, I'm like, Oh, what if you got like two shower curtains on each side and then you could open it up. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that was college Suzanne's version of glamour. I was just like, Oh, and then that's awesome. So not just one side has a shower curtain, but two, it's so expensive. I bought two really nice gather going. Yeah. I feel you friends you don't have to do style. that. I know. Back I probably then. had empty frames on the wall too. So <laughs> anyway, don't do that. That's, just, <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, pocket doors. Are they a headache or a heartthrob? Headache. You know what? But when you get into a vestibule with too many doors, they're life Like they're a game changer. Yeah. When you're, yeah. The Why don't you like them? Because there's always a gap at the bottom. And so if somebody's in there going to the bathroom, you feel exposed Oh, and man, the people yeah. on the outside of the room don't appreciate the sound of you going to the bathroom, if you know what I mean. Yes. So it's just like never a tight seal or a tight gap. Also, builders hate them. I had them in my home and then the builder like really yeah. talked me out of taking them out because they fall off the track. And then the room is dysfunctional until you can get them back on the tracks. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard. Kids get their fingers pinched. And um, so if, it, if you do have a situation in a vestibule with a door banger where this door is hitting, this door is hitting this door, then mm-hmm. pocket door solves for that because you don't need a door swing. Yeah. So I won't say that, that there's no reason to have it at all, but 
I don't know. It feels like maybe you'd want it in a closet or something like that. It's hard with the bathroom thing. I would say never in a bathroom. I, but that's where they always put them. It's always Ooh. the potty closet. They always put it in the potty closet and then you have to hear the person going potty. Yeah. I'm not I, I, I have that. one in my house, but it is, is it? from my closet to my laundry room and I love it. Oh yeah. That's great. Love that. Yes. It's like an extension of my it's closet. Not like you, All the and dirty you probably just have like the room wide open while you're doing the laundry. And everything. Yeah. You probably close it if there's guests. Yep. Yeah. So yep. it's not getting a lot of action. Like, uh, the main powder bath. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I would agree with, with all your points. So I guess it depends on where. Yeah. And they are really hard to put in and really hard to frame for us. So I can imagine why yeah. people wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. People always, the builder's always talking people out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why do you like them? Just the door For banger. that reason. Yeah. yeah. Just like for when, when a space fill, when I'm trying to arrange furniture. Yeah. And the door swing and the door swings. And so I'm looking at it from like a bird's eye view and I'm just like, we just need a pocket on that one because we have five other doors on this space and I need it to disappear. I just want it to look like a case opening until I need privacy. Right. You know, going into this Makes closet sense. area. So I think that there definitely is a place for them. Not everywhere, mm-hmm. but, um, this is more. Yeah. In my mind, I want to believe that they're getting better because <laughs> I know like growing up, like they were a pain, mm-hmm. but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. This next one's a lengthy one. Uh, When ordering fabric from a place like Perennials, do you order it and take it to a custom upholstery shop? Or are there certain furniture lines that will accept outside fabric? Hmm. Or how does that process work when customizing fabric for indoor or outdoor pieces, new and or old? I think they're talking about a COM. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so COM? A COM means customer's own material. And it's when... Like she, I think is talking about recovering a piece that's an outdoor piece. Yeah. And so she's saying, oh, I need to pick it out and then I need to order it and it will come to my house and then I'm going to drive it over to the upholstery shop to get it done. So if you're working with a professional like us, then we're going to order it for you and we're just going to drop ship it to the upholstery place. And drop ship the amount of yardage that your upholster says right. you need for that piece. Because we always have our favorite upholsters. We call them, we tell them how big the piece is. They tell us the yardage that you need we show you all the different perennials or um, um, what's the most popular one? Um, perennials is a popular one, but sun, sunbrella, sunbrella. Uh-huh. Sorry guys. I had COVID a few weeks ago. My brain is just not back yet. <laughs> I feel like I've got brain damage right now. Um, anyway. Yes. Yeah, umbrella or any of the outdoor fabrics. Um, most design libraries like ours is going to have every offering. You can even get outdoor velvets right now. So pretty, which is bananas. Outdoor velvets, yeah. I don't mean I, I, who is that by Sunbrella? Uh, that is by Perennials. Oh, crazy! It is just like the tippity top of the top shelf when it comes to outdoor fabrics. So, mm. if you're independently wealthy, it's Perennials all around. I think Kelly Wurstler's line is through Perennials, isn't it? Her outdoor fabrics. Lee Jofa. Oh, Lee Jofa. So, Never yeah. mind. Anyway, every every gorgeous yeah. brand of fabrics is available now and great libraries have them and they have people on speed dial that can reupholster things for you to get the yardage. We drop ship it to them and then they just upholster it for you and then they call you and see if you want a delivery or if you want to pick it up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy. Yep. But there's yeah. But if you're looking for new furniture, like look at outdoor lines and see who pairs with perennials. Uh-huh. There are a couple of those as well. So Yeah. Totally. But she, I guess her question is when ordering fabric from a place like perennials, do you order it 
and take it to the custom upholstery shop or there's certain furniture lines that only accept certain fabrics. For the most part, all of our vendors are going to take a COM. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll know, I mean, if it's a good reputable brand, they're going to COM. If it's a really affordable line, they're going to say, no, we only use our fabrics. We want to stay in production. We don't want to have to stop for any special reason. Yeah. And we're only going to offer it in these four fabrics. So it's not always a hard yes. Um, It depends on the line. It depends on if you're recovering it, then you just really need to know your yardage, the amount that you yep. need, and then work with a professional. Or you can call perennials and order in samples and whatever you like, order it yourself and then yeah. carry it through the door with your piece on your back and they'll do it for you. Perennials is rad. I think they have a line through um, Portertelio. Ooh, yes. They did a really great line. That's the one. That's awesome. So like just, anyway, just super artistic and... Anyway, congratulations. I can't wait to see what you do with your outdoor furniture. Yeah, it's going to be pretty. Last question. Can I put a mirror in the middle of a two-window wall? Um, Maybe. Depends on why and what. If it's if it's the only spot for like a floor mirror and then you have a little piece of a chair or something in front of it and the two windows are flanked with rad drapery. Yeah. Why would you say no? Maybe let's, yeah. maybe let's do that first. Like I if, think. When is the situation wrong? I think the reason a floor mirror would work is that it's sitting on the ground. I don't think I would put a mirror unless it was like sitting on top of you had a sofa against that wall with the two windows and it, and then, and it overlapped or it something or, and it wasn't necessarily a rectangle fighting with two other rectangles on each side, trying to be a series. Would you do, would you do artwork instead though? I didn't, know. I didn't yeah. know if they were trying to fill in the gap with a mirror to pretend uh, like the whole thing is a big window. Yeah, that's a no. Oh, and no. then they're like putting drapes on. They're like, nobody will be able to tell that it's not one big window. Yeah. Uh, but, Can't but punk me on that one. Sh- I'm sure that they're <laughs> not asking that. Maybe they're like a decorative mirror. And I have it for my old house and I love it. And the only place I could potentially put it in the future is like between these windows. It's hard because the mirror's job is to kind of do the window's job, which is reflect light. Yeah. But you want it on the opposite wall so that the light in the window can it's, bounce into it. Yeah. And get something shiny on that other side of the room. So it's less ideal to put a mirror between two windows other than doing what Sue said, which is like the floor mirror with the chair in front of it and then camouflage it and then have a cat walk by. It's a composition, guys. (laughs) Just get a stack of art and put it between your two windows. There you go. go. That's better advice. There you go. Yeah. Cheers. Let's do that. Cool. That was the last question. Okay. Okay. One more word from our awesome sponsor, Hunter Douglas. I think we all have Hunter Douglas here and we love wow, them. We're super fans. And uh, we've talked about the Nantucket and, and Jess has the silhouettes. I do. Yeah. And they just have the prettiest like fabrics, the prettiest fabrics and the prettiest finishes, whether you're like tropical and woven and you want something grassy mm-hmm. or you need something trim and tailored. They have Mine it. Mine look like raw silk. Oh, my bathroom. Off. I know. Jeez. Well, they just have the prettiest finish, especially, especially really if you're a designer. This is, this is the window covering line you want to work with. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like they have a lifetime warranty and we just can't say enough good things about Hunter Douglas. The blackout quality saves my sleep and my children's sleep. Oh, yes. I love it. And you just feel, I don't know, there's just no better place than sleeping well in my own room. Rested. Right. I feel well rested. Exactly. So today go visit hunterdouglas.com slash dear Alice for your free style, get smarter design guide with fresh takes, creative ideas, and smart solutions for addressing your windows. That's hunterdouglas.com slash dear Alice for your free design guide. Life is too short. Live with Hunter Douglas. Love it. Thanks so much for the questions, guys. If you have any more, feel free to send them to dear Alice at alicelanehome.com. We'll be waiting. Thanks. 
thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 